Joining us on Talk of the Town is the MP for Simcoe Gray. We say hello to Terry Dowdle. Terry, how are you doing this morning? I am doing very well, uh, John. We have great weather here, and it's always fantastic to talk to you. Uh, fresh from uh, the uh, Conservative Party of Canada convention, uh, a little different convention than you might have wanted to hope for as a first-time MP. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite different, uh, certainly during COVID time, but it's the largest convention we've ever had around 6,000 people which is uh, which is good news and uh, always a good opportunity for people to put policy from different uh, regions uh, across this country forward and, and have our, our grassroots uh, vote on, on different issues so it was a, a good opportunity and uh, considering I've been on many many Zoom meetings, large Zoom meetings but nothing to this extent, uh, there weren't a whole lot of technical issues so I was uh, extremely pleased to, to see that that happened. The first big convention for your leader, Aaron O'Toole, how do you think he did? I thought Aaron did fantastic. Uh, on his opening speech, he did extremely well. Um, I think a lot of people, I got a lot of feedback from uh, individuals that are very, very happy with his uh, five-point plan uh, to uh, to move forward from, from COVID and, and to get out of this. So um, a lot of key issues in there, whether it's uh, securing securing jobs, uh, which, which we uh, definitely need to do. We need accountability. Uh, in government, and uh, certainly mental health is another issue that's part of his five-point plan. Make sure that we're there for support. Um, the economy, as, as everyone knows, is, is, is extremely critical. And the other part is, is securing Canada, which means to make sure that uh, you know we're, we're there not just for the jobs, but there's certain products that we should be um, manufacturing here that are important that we've learned through COVID that we've had to scramble for, and to really make sure that some you know many many things actually have an opportunity. Um, to be produced here right in Canada so that we are going to be strong and make sure our country is strong, make sure our military is going to be strong. Um, so we're pretty excited about the plan moving forward. Interesting to hear uh, some of the things he was saying surprised me it, uh, in the sense that it almost sounded almost from the NDP portfolio. He's talking about climate change, although without giving any actual details of what, what they're going to do, um, it's certainly the first time I've heard a conservative speak so aggressively about climate change, at least even in some cases acknowledging it. Well, we did have, a, you know, in 2019, um, you know, we had a, we had a, pol a policy, um, you know, about climate change. And, and unfortunately, I don't know if it got out there as, as well as it should, to, it should but um, it's certainly enshrined uh, in our policy to, um, you know, about climate change and what we need to do and what, our, what we're hoping is uh, a lot of time we hear words about climate change, like we know that uh, uh, there were supposed to be two billion trees planted and, and none of them have been planted uh, so far. And even when you come down to, um, you know, the carbon tax, we, we, we're thinking it doesn't seem to us um, we're hitting people that are already having a tough time getting by. We're adding costs uh, for, for many of the residents here whether it's their heat, whether it's their groceries. And we just think that the key to it is, is going after the actual emitters. And, and, and those are, are large, larger companies. Uh, and, and what we need to do is we need to work with them. We've got to find ways. And a lot of those companies, especially in the uh, natural resource sector, want to do that as well. So we need to find ways to, to do it that, that we can actually make some, some dents in those numbers that, that they're trying to do, whether it's, uh, you know, the 2050 numbers uh, with, with uh, the Paris Accord. It's just we need to find and have a real plan that's actually going to change those numbers and at the same time not hurt Canadians that uh, are already having a tough time. As we know, 
um, in our area. People live up here because the areas are spread out uh, and, and don't have the opportunity a lot of times for the transportation systems and things like that. So we're all going to pay a lot more than, than perhaps the larger cities when it comes to, to the, the carbon tax. So we just, we just think that it really hasn't changed a whole lot when you look at, at the numbers and we need to do more and also work with a lot of the other countries out there to make sure that they find ways to, uh, to reduce their emissions as well. Terry, of course, uh, continuing to be the top story is COVID-19. Uh, good news in the sense that certainly locally the vaccines seem to be coming in. And in, from a national perspective, the, the vaccines are starting to come in. Yeah, I'm really, really excited uh, about that because people uh, are seeing light at the end of the tunnel. And I think a year into this, it's it's really it's important. So I'm very, very happy to see that. But uh, I'm getting a lot of calls now. The one concern that we do seem to have is the time frame between the first and second doses uh, of the vaccine. So uh, we're dealing with that. There's a lot of concern over that time frame because a lot, you know, it's, I don't know if it's a lot of scientists are saying that that's not the best time frame. So I'm getting a lot of calls in my office uh, about that, but uh, a lot of calls as well from individuals that are extremely happy. Uh, they've seen through the province where the rollout is, be, is going to be and where they need to get their vaccines and have called me afterwards and have been extremely pleased with uh, with, uh, with the rollout and how it's going when it came to their appointment. Yeah, I, th- I think that seems to be going that way across the country. You know, here it seems to be going very smoothly. There hasn't been a you know a couple of internet crashes, but uh, for the most part, I think it's been going well. Yeah, I can I can tell you that uh, without without a doubt, the calls to my offices that it's it's for a lot of them it's it's like a lottery that their their number their age groups come up and and then afterwards to get the phone call back and many of them just like to let you know and relay that you know what I got my shot it went really well uh, it didn't hurt very much uh, and they they just seem so excited and they hardly wait to get that second shot and really get back on their feet and, and get out there so there's there's just this pent up uh, excitement coming forward and and like I said at the beginning with this. Warmer weather and everything coming forward, people people are getting a lot more optimistic, and I'm really happy about that. Certainly from a COVID-19 uh, sense, we are, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We are, uh, feels like we're, we're about to cross the finish line, still a ways to go. Uh, but from an economic standpoint, uh, if across the country, we're going to have some work to do. We have a lot of work to do. Uh, I, the Liberals have finally decided to put a budget forward. It's been two years, the longest in Canadian history. And April 19th, so we're looking forward to see that. I do have some concerns. Um, I believe that uh, now is not the time for an election. I think now is the time to make sure that we're all here, we're all in our offices, uh, to help to help the different, uh, you know, all the residents with different issues that they perhaps perhaps need. But uh, I can tell you, there's one one member of Parliament for the Liberal Party that's a minister that already has an office up and running. So. Uh, I think I think the minority government, especially during a pandemic, is good because we're getting different ideas, and, and I'm hoping that continues uh, to play out because I don't think now, definitely from what I'm hearing from my residents and even myself, I can tell you how busy my office is. Now is not the time we need to be there uh, for all the people that need help out there. And it can't be fun uh, trying to campaign when you can't have rallies or meetings or you know anything in person. Well, it'll definitely be a, a different campaign than anything we've seen before. Uh, it'll be a lot more online as well, which I don't know if people are zoomed out or not. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I am, John. But uh, I can tell you that uh, it'll be it'll be a lot different. But like I said, I don't think now's the time. I'm hoping that's not the case. But all signs seem to be leading to 
to that. Um, and most minorities usually go 18 months to, to two years. But I just, in my, in, in my heart, I, I know that uh, I, now is not the time. Uh, we can work together. We've shown that, uh, you know, we bring up different issues, which I think is fantastic for people because you, you, you get different thought processes. And uh, we've, we've certainly helped along the way. I know my party that there's been issues, especially for businesses and, and seniors, we continually need to bring up. Um, that I, I just think if we don't if we don't do that, there's going to be a time frame we won't be there to answer the questions and help those individuals out at that time. So I, I'm hoping I'm hoping it, I'm not right on this one, but uh, all signs seem to be leading to that. Terry Dowdle is the MP of Simcoe Gray. Terry, thank you once again for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thanks, John. Always great, and have a great week.